Sugar cravings, they can be really, really hard to break and they can be incredibly frustrating, but please know that it's really possible to break the vicious cycle of cravings, blood sugar spikes and blood sugar drops then, and the cycle will continue over and over again. In this video, I'm going to share with you how to address your sugar cravings from a psychological, biological and physiological perspective. So keep on watching. Hi, my name is Eugenia and I'm the founder of Unlocks You, the perfect place for you to regain your control around food with a mind plan instead of a diet plan. Wherever you go, you'll never have to be alone. Alright guys, let's get into it. The first point is the psychological reasons for craving sugar. A lot of us who crave sugar are actually craving it because we don't allow ourselves to eat that food because we have this relationship with it's a bad or a good food. So what is important, and I know it's very counterintuitive, but what we need to do is to introduce that food into your diet. And specifically, if you're someone who craves chocolate, what I suggest to my clients, and I know it can feel quite scary, but believe me and trust me, it works. Introduce one small piece of chocolate every day. And the trick is to take it out of a wrapper, put it into a container, break it into little pieces, put that container somewhere away where you don't see that and it's not on your eye level. And then every morning you take one piece out, probably that size, put that into another container or on a saucer and then decide when in the day you're going to have that. And have it. Whether you want it or not, have it. And there is the psychological reason for that because when we know we can have something, when we know we have to do it, for some reason our brain now responds to, actually, I don't want it, but I really wanted to continue eating that until at least for a week. And you will see really changes how you feel towards that food because then you will start seeing it as just food. Also, a trick is that you change from milk chocolate to then darker chocolate. And you can transition slowly. You can transition from milk chocolate to 50% to then maybe 60, 70, 80% dark chocolate, maybe even darker than that. But that's okay to even just have 80% chocolate because then you are not going to want to eat as much as you would want with milk chocolate. So to summarize that point, what I wanted to do is to basically avoid restrictions and avoid the bad or good mentality when it comes to food. I wanted to have all the food, including chocolate, including cake, but just decide when you're going to have it, how much you're going to have it, take it out of the wrapper to make it neutral and then enjoy it on a daily basis until that food becomes just food like everything else. Let's talk into the emotional eating side. Do you eat when you feel stressed, maybe anxious, maybe bored, maybe lonely? Then what you're doing is you are feeding your emotions instead of feeding your physical hunger. But unfortunately, it doesn't really help us. It doesn't fix the problem in the first place and also makes things only worse because we then have the 
original problem, but also feeling guilty for overeating. So let's have a look what you can do instead. And my suggestions are following three steps. Step number one is give yourself 10 minutes. 10 minutes will help you to then go through a process of Step number two is then reconnecting with yourself and really asking yourself, am I physically hungry or am I emotionally hungry? What are my needs? What do I wish? And what is it that I feel? So connecting with your hunger cues, but also connecting with your emotions so you understand your needs in the first place. We need to understand what the needs are so that we can really give us what we truly need instead of trying to fix it with food, which just doesn't work as we've just talked about. And then step number three, once you've identified your actual needs, now let's look into some alternatives for you to soothe yourself, to make yourself feel loved, to come to comfort yourself. So you meet those actual needs that you have. Maybe you've identified you feel lonely. So some ideas are you can play if you have a pet, with a pet, with a cat, with a dog, maybe someone else. Maybe there's someone you can play with or interact. Or if nobody is there, you can maybe have a look at some old photos of people who you love or old photos of beautiful memories from the past. And that will give you that feeling of connection and it will make you feel much, much better when you play, when you distract yourself, but also think about moments in your life that were really beautiful and when you felt amazing as well. If you're feeling anxious, I like personally to then dance to my favorite song. So try, try that, try to dance to your favorite song, maybe go for a really, really brisk walk. Or if you have like a, a stress ball, maybe you can squeeze that or, or some like a cushion, maybe something like that, that might help you to relieve your anxiety. If you're feeling tired and exhausted after maybe a long day or after a long week, treat yourself with a cup of tea or maybe a hot bath, light a candle, turn some really relaxing music on, then maybe you wrap yourself in a blanket, read a book. So do something that really feels absolutely comforting and soothing for you. I personally really like to get under a rather heavy blanket put some music on my headphones and even sometimes just cover my eyes with with a towel and that helps me to feel like I'm in a cocoon and all I can focus on is in my the music that is relaxing. If you're bored, this is a great opportunity to ask yourself, what is it that I've been always wanted to do? Maybe you wanted to get to start with dancing. Maybe you wanted to take some dance lessons. Maybe you wanted to try some yoga classes. Maybe there's a book you've all been always wanted to read. Maybe you wanted to learn some drawing. So this is a great opportunity uh, for us to look into what is it that I can do or what is it that I get to do because this is the time that I have for myself and it's kind of like a blessing as well. So maybe even write a list of what you would like to do when you have moments of boredom and then you can go back to the list and read through what is it that you would like to do. And my suggestion when it comes to emotional eating is, is to address the issue 
at the core. So where does it start? And a great opportunity to do that, a great way to reconnect with yourself is when you're by yourself journaling. You can journal to ask yourself, how am I feeling? What is it that I'm feeling? And then what are what are my needs? What do I wish for myself? What do I hope? If journaling is not really for you or you feel like you don't really get to that core, then I really suggest to get to work with someone who can help you. It can be a coach. You are welcome to contact me and I will help you with that or someone um, like a psychologist or therapist or a counselor. And Let's look into the physiological reasons for sugar cravings. When I say physiological reasons, that is when it happens in our body. That is because of what we eat, when we eat and how we eat. I go into much, much more detail in my balanced diet framework online program again the link will be below but i will introduce i will give you enough details today for free so you can get started today so point number one is eat balanced meals that means having your protein carbohydrates fats vegetables fruit so introducing all different food groups because you need to get those vitamins minerals and those nutrients because quite often when our body sends us a signal that it wants food we misinterpret it and think oh i just need sugar but our body can't tell us, hey, I really want that broccoli. So we think, oh, I just want something that gives me that energy. But our body's actually starving of nutrients. So we need to feed our body right and it will stop those sugar cravings. And when you eat balanced meals, you're also balancing the blood sugar because the reason why we are craving sugar is because our blood sugar goes up and then down and every time the blood sugar crashes it will send you a signal to have again processed carbohydrates simple carbohydrates or sugar to spike it back up again so balancing the blood sugar is the key and we do that by integrating you know, integrating enough protein and fats and really good carbohydrates with every of your meal and tip number two is to eat wholesome food because wholesome food doesn't have those additives that are designed to want you more of that food. This is how people also get addicted to Coke and soda and energy drinks because they are made that way. So when I say wholesome food, it's food that is in its whole form so it's your vegetables it's your fruit it's your beans lentils rice buckwheat quinoa all these beautiful foods that are tasty and three is eating regular meals so eating every three to four hours and don't get too hungry because when we get too hungry again our body wants that quick fix quick energy and it will crave more sugar if you find yourself eating more sugar at night time then go back to these tips to eat regular throughout the day balancing your blood sugar add protein and fat to 
your dinner as in particular but also to all of your meals during the day stabilizing your blood sugar again having wholesome food protein and fat and carbohydrates and you will notice a huge difference i promise it to you if you crave sugar in the afternoon so around three or four o'clock then check your lunch what might be happening is that you are having too many carbohydrates or check also your breakfast that you maybe you had more simple carbohydrates or even sugar for breakfast. So then go back to protein and fat, check your lunch if, uh, to reduce again your carbohydrates, adding more vegetables, more protein, a little bit of fat and a little bit of carbohydrates. And then if you feel like you're still craving, then what you might actually want is just a good snack. So add some protein, fiber. When I mean fiber is how you can have a beautiful piece of fruit with maybe a teaspoon of nut butter or a little bit of nuts. You can have hummus with um, some carrots or some eating other vegetables that you enjoy. You can have a boiled egg for the afternoon snack. So add definitely a snack because this is the time when our blood sugar is the lowest. But also what you actually might want is just a break. So wanting to eat food can also be a sign for procrastination because there is something that we don't want to do or maybe you just need that break. So go for a walk, go out if you have the opportunity to get out into fresh air, move a little bit, stretch maybe your body, take a few deep breaths and walk around the block maybe, and then you will see that that will make a big difference. And the next point is to retrain your taste buds. That will be a big part of it all because if you used to have more sugar or more processed food, your taste buds are used to having these extreme flavors. And of course, we have less flavors if we're used to those extreme flavors in natural food. But believe me and trust me, with time, your taste buds will adjust and you will feel like banana is incredibly sweet and even broccoli is incredibly sweet. So give yourself about two months to retrain your taste buds. And in the meantime, make swaps or swap some of the food from really sweet yogurt to and plain yogurt but add some fruit to it maybe mash a banana and add mashed banana to it have maybe dates with a little bit of nuts so that way you are introducing more natural food that are still sweet and with time you will notice you will need less and less sugar as well and the last point that I would like to add is get adequate sleep and adequate rest when we are tired we are always craving more simple carbohydrates and more sugar as well because our body just need that extra energy and we will want really much much more sugar especially in the evening and in the afternoon or after lunch i have a training how to overcome sugar and food cravings to look into the psychological biological and physiological reasons but also then to understand why we crave food and especially what exactly we can do and you will also learn that we crave food especially sugar and sweet and really delicious food for exactly the same reasons why we enjoy intimacy cuddles 
and being close to someone else. And in this training, I am teaching you how we can use our human psychology, but also how we can use our brain to retrain your brain to get to the heart of those food cravings so you can finally feel completely in control around food, can have a piece of chocolate, leave the rest, have even chocolate in the house, not even worrying or thinking about it, and just go through the day without that your entire focus is so consumed by food and sugar. I will add the link below, check it out. I promise it to you, you will love the training. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for watching. In the meantime, check out those videos here and remember that you can regain your control around food better with a mind plan instead of a diet plan. Bye.